Hello, hello, and welcome to Orbiting the Ghost Planet. I'm Nick. I'm Joe. And this is our episode-by-episode discussion podcast about Space Ghost Coast to Coast. This week, we watch Season 1, Episode 3, entitled Elevator, with the commentary track. Yep. Since we are watching these on the DVD collections, this particular one has uh, a few episodes with commentary tracks. And so... We are both people who like commentary tracks, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and so we're just going to give them a little watch over and, you know, uh, see if there's anything we're talking about in those, which I got a page of notes. <laughs> I don't know how. Um, would you like to get started on this one? Uh, well, I guess first we should talk about the people who are on the commentary track, which you should probably explain because I don't... I, didn't catch who did what. <laughs> uh, when you look into the people who created the show, you see how weird the show is. Oh yeah, as it came out. Mm-hmm. So there's some weird people going into this show. Uh, what names did you catch? And I'll fill it in who they are and what they did. Um, Keith Crawford. Keith Crawford, I believe, is one of the executive producers. Yeah, that's what they said. Uh, him and Kaki Jones was the other one. Yep, Kaki Jones. So they kind of said, "Let's make this into a like actual thing." Mm-hmm. Um, Andy. Oh, sorry. Go on. Uh, well, go on. I was like, Andy Merrill was the other name that I recognized. So Andy Merrill is for everything Space Ghost, Coast to Coast, Cartoon Planet. I think even like the Space Ghost talk show comics and stuff like that, <laughs> you need to know Andy Merrill because Andy Merrill you would immediately know as the voice of Brack, mm-hmm. uh, also the voice of Lokar, mm-hmm. as well as I think some uh, incidental voices along the way. But he's also sort of the kind of big, doofy, creative one who kind of came up with the whole idea of Space Ghost as a talk show host instead of a regular guy. So there was a pilot episode that was made that was just Andy and some old Space Ghost clips and his own VCR. He did his own voiceovers. You know, he kind of made it happen. Um, Between him and Kaki Jones, they kind of put out the, I think there was maybe like two pilot prototype episodes Mm -hmm. uh, that led to what the show is now. Uh, so Andy Merrill, kind of anything that goes on, like you watch Andy Merrill and you get, oh, like this guy is one of the main drives behind the show. <laughs> one of the main reasons for it, influences on it, uh, and so forth. He's important to remember. Yes. So the reason you may not have catched the last two names is because uh, Matt Malero introduced himself as Khaki Jones. <laughs> and... Mike Cahill introduced himself as Khaki Cahill. <laughs> Even in just sort of that little bit of the way that they introduce themselves, you kind of get a feel for who these characters are. These characters. These <laughs> people. These human beings with personalities and lives and memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the thing about Matt Malero, uh, they say in a little while he came on as head writer for the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it's head writer. The thing about Matt Malero is... A lot of the things that you see on Adult Swim now, and especially in the still, like, weird, heavy, just post-Space Ghost era, so your Aqua Teens, your 12-ounce mouse, your Squid Billies, pretty much Matt Malero 
kind of took over and was like, hey, we should do a bunch of other shows. And so all of that stuff came out of him without, you know, uh, he was much more in charge of those things. Okay. Um, he plays guitar. <laughs> you know, he's... I'm not trying to throw shade, but you can kind of get who he is. He's somebody who's kind of a punk, kind of a rebel. Uh, and, you know, has a sense of humor, but at a certain sense, his sense of humor is just lying. <laughs> um, which, hey, you know what? Sometimes that works. And then there's Mike Cahill, who was uh, the editor that they brought in at the beginning of the show. Because uh, they told a little anecdote about how originally they sort of outsourced the editing of the program. Yeah. But I I would kind of like to know what that looked like. Yeah. Because it has to have been some sort of monstrosity. Like, it must have <laughs> been some sort of golem of a TV show. Because. And so you notice, again, his sense of humor, a little bit in between. Because he did the same thing that, you know. The same thing as Malero, but his own last name. So yeah. just like, no, oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> um, and he's just sort of a weird fellow, but happy and and fun. And it take you know for a show like this, especially you know in TV, comedy is hard, <laughs> especially when you consider how much of it is you know just about timing and delivery. Yeah. So for a show like this, which is already, you know, trying to be funny, but is also just weird in writing and premise, that just makes the job of editing it to keep the humor even harder. So they had to bring in a weird guy to do weird humor, and I'd say it worked. Yeah. Uh, so that's everyone that we got on the commentary track. Um. So they did record the commentary, I assume, when the DVDs were put out. Yes, which was not in 94. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, you definitely get the sense, like, yeah. any creative person who has to go back and look at what they made a while ago has that sort of, oh god, what the hell is this kind of mentality towards it. Yeah, not just a while ago. This is at least a decade out from yeah. recording and they're looking back on it. And they're looking back on it at the very beginning before they hit any sort of stride with this. And there's that loving, like, I made this, but then there's also this, like, you've grown as a creative person, so it looks horrible compared to what you're oh, yeah. currently putting out. No, at the very end of the episode and the commentary, the little post-credits gag, which uh, for Elevator, you may remember, was when they're just riding the elevator up and down and are kind of lost, a very meta-type thing that I was a fan of. Mm -hmm. Still am. They just, they're watching it, and they're just getting exasperated with how long the show is going on. <laughs> the show's only ten minutes long, and they're mm -hmm. just like, why isn't this over yet? What are we doing <laughs> like with our lives now and with the show back then? Uh it's. Uh, I talked about this a long time ago. I did an episode for uh, the old Liku Studios podcast uh, where I talked about Space Ghost, and it really is uh, even the creator's attitude towards the show was this is like some weird little side project that we're just sort of, you know, experimenting and farting out, and we're not worrying too much about it being professional. Just yeah. It's like. Like, they said in the track, you know, this was really a side project for them. They were working on this after hours. They were doing yeah. other stuff at Cartoon Network at the time. 
And then they're just like, well, let's also make this thing happen. Um, and they did. <laughs> and so no wonder it's weird and janky and, you know, a, a lot of, especially at this point when they were, you know, kind of sneaking it in. Yeah. I mean, editing it in the supply closet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, my understanding is that's just how editing is done anyway. When <laughs> when I was uh, still at school and I was doing editing, uh, I was editing in the server room because that's where the space was. Mm -hmm. One of the server rooms. I think they had a lot there. Yeah. They were pretty computer heavy. tech school. <laughs> yeah. Also, down the hall from the Latin America TV. <laughs> yes. So that does kind of explain... Why uh, the episode Spanish translation came into being, right? Yeah, I can those... definitely see that. Uh, another thing that they mentioned as a little interesting is that this was the first episode produced, even though the first episode that actually went to air, so the first one that we covered, was was the Spanish translation episode. Mm -hmm. So really, and it kind of, it's hard to tell at this stage because there is so little continuity to anything in the show yet, Yeah, but... You can kind of, kind of tell. It's a, maybe a little more stiff. They go a little less weird on jokes, but at some point, everything at this point is just get it out the door, mm -hmm. and then we'll see what sticks, and we'll come back to it. Yeah. Uh, and did you also notice how, again, right at the end during the uh, Ashley Judd twenty-second interview? Um, by the way, just real quick, they got to Judy Tenuta real fast. Yeah. Like, I, I started the episode, I looked down at my note sheet, and when I looked up, Judy Tunuda was on the screen, and I was just like, oh, okay, this was before they tried to do anything around the interview. They yeah, it's like, like no, the, we're just doing the show. Yeah, get the stars on the screen, because that is the point, isn't it? And then eventually, that wasn't the point anymore, <laughs> and they were probably better off for it. Yeah. But yeah, uh, they have the line, you'll have to join us at the Taco Bonito, which... Everyone on the commentary, mm -hmm. everyone involved in this show, everyone who hadn't touched this show for a good decade <laughs> immediately joined and repeated the song. So it's obvious that, you know, very early on, even they were aware of the appeal of the sort of earworm line reading that yeah. the show was full of. Uh, you know, very much thanks to George Lowe. Oh, yeah. Space Ghost. Definitely. <laughs> like, this show would not be the same without him and his readings. Uh but yeah, so just knowing, like, oh yeah, no, they know that that's part of the big appeal of the show. And then we move on to Banjo, and we move on to, uh, what was, what was, was there one from Batmantis that was really good? Give me your money. <laughs> Mourn the Frozen. <laughs> Do you know the Muffin Man? <laughs> no, that was a visual. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what they had to say about Elevator. Mm-hmm. And that's what we had to say about what they were saying about Elevator. It's got levels! Uh, and that's going to do it for this episode. Join us again next time. And I'm going to give you a little spoiler alert right here. Uh, there's one more commentary for this season, so uh, be ready for that. We'll come back. We'll talk about another episode of Space Coast Coast to Coast and complete another orbit around the Ghost Planet. You have been listening to Orbiting the Ghost Planet, an Aliku Studios podcast network production. 
You can visit the show page at elikustudios.net slash podcast slash ghostplanet. There you can find the rest of our episodes, the RSS feed for the show, and links to our Facebook page where you can talk about this and all the other Liku Studio shows. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes. And while you're there, you can help us by leaving a quick review and rating. Please visit elikustudios.net to learn more about us and what we do. That's O-L-E-E-T-K-U.